All right, all right, it's that time again, English and coffee. I've got my cup, hope you got yours. Let's go. So how's everybody doing out there? You getting used to this um, changing weather? It's trying to go into spring, but it's not quite there yet. Um, I think we had, what, some 50 degree weather here the other day. Had a lot of rain, it's been kinda, kinda crazy on the roads. But the one thing that's just got me going is, you know, when the weather warms up, it's like the insects. You know, the insects come out when it starts to get warm, people get to moving, things get to happening. So you get all these people on the road that don't need to be out there. You got, like, old women out there. You got inexperienced drivers, people trying to go to the beach, people trying to go here, people trying to go there. It's all over the place. So Friday when I was on the road, I mean, the traffic was just insane. I mean, they had probably two or three different accidents, people speeding, somebody, it was a, it was like a 45, somebody blew past me doing probably 80, I was like, oh my gosh, it's not even that serious, I don't know where they were going, but I can tell you, wherever they were going, it wasn't that serious, they didn't need to do 80 miles an hour to get there, you know, it's crazy, so, let me see, my week here, um, fairly decent, glad to get through it, you know, documentation, working with clients here and there, same old, same old, um, I finally made it out to the water, got a chance to put my kayak back in there, that felt good. Hadn't been on my kayak in about six, seven months, so almost a year. I mean, it was it was get going on a pretty good stretch there, but I made it out there today. Didn't really catch anything, but it was still a good time. You know, sometimes you just got to do what you enjoy, do what you love, be out there on the water, sun in your face, you know, throwing the cast here. There was a couple of fish out there, but they were eating these little microscopic bait fish. I mean, they were so tiny. Um, a couple bass jumping out of the water, nothing serious, but I mean, I had a good time. Next weekend, going back out there in the kayak again, so guess I'm back in the saddle, back in the group. Um, today's topic, what I'm going to talk about, I'm going to um, talk about a little conversation that I had with one of my clients. Uh, he had asked a question, um, he said, so why aren't we driving or in flying cars yet? Why don't we have flying cars yet? I said, uh, you know, I went into the breakdown of it and told him why I felt that. And I was like, that's a pretty good conversation. I said, I think I'll talk about that in my next um, podcast. So today, we're going to talk about why we don't have flying cars. I know it sounds like some crazy topic out there, but it's a little abstract. Get you thinking outside the box. So if you're ready, let's go. So when people think of flying cars, the first thing they think about is like, what's that movie with Bruce Willis, um, The Fifth Element? People think about cars just, you know, taking off, building sky high, you know, flying all over the place. But the thing is, if we had flying cars, they would pretty much basically have to level the earth. Our whole civilization would have to change. Our whole business systems would have to change. The government would have to change because here's the thing. The reason we don't have flying cars is because they, there's no way to regulate it yet with the systems that they have in place. Think about it. You drive on the road. If you drive too fast, you get a ticket. Cops can pull you over, right? You pay your fines. You pay your license and registration, you know, your taxes, road taxes, all that stuff. They have this system that's been in place for years and years and probably will be in place long after we're gone. But if we were going to have flying cars, that means people aren't driving on the roads. They are driving in the air. So that means you got to 
train people on how to drive or fly a car in the air so basically everybody would have a mobile aircraft and see the problem with that is if everyone had a mobile aircraft guess who's gonna take a hit the airlines nobody's gonna be flying planes in New York if they have a car that they can just fly to New York then you would have to have terminals you gotta look at fuel all these different costs and besides with that you know all the car accidents we have so we would be having car accidents over the Atlantic Ocean because think about it if somebody lives in New York and they're like okay well I want to go to Spain fill up their gas and fly over there but see the thing is they would probably try to regulate it and say okay well we're only gonna limit the air travel with these cars but you know we got hackers you know with computers and people that are always modifying things some genius would take a jet engine and put it in a car which they've already done you know on a track but if they could fly you put a jet engine in it and somebody will be able to fly from the state all the way over to the other side of the world or from China to Australia or wherever but the thing is okay now you gotta look at terrorist attacks you gotta look at war so you got planes flying and then you got cars flying and then next thing you know people would strap guns on the planes I mean not guns on the planes but guns on the cars and bombs and it would just be a big 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 mess you know so I was like yeah I mean that's the reason but also if you look at the roads um, they do have cars that um, autopilot like cars that you know don't need a driver but the thing is they move over these like magnetic fields or these plays these computer chips whatever it's a certain strip and the car will just cruise along because it's all computer commands but I mean could you just imagine how much confusion it would be in the air I mean it's already turn left I mean you can't have floating stop signs in the air it would just be a free-for-all but the thing is uh, another problem with that is gas you know how much money the world makes from gas I don't know how much money your country makes from it but over here gas is the big thing they sit there and jack that gas price up to um, four dollars if they want I think it's highest I've seen it's probably about 398 but I think some states maybe California maybe about six seven years back they had it it was like four dollars 424 and different things like that but right now our cars run on petrol you know you got unleaded premium and things like that then you have some um, some of the bigger trucks like the 18 wheelers and things like that that run on diesel and then these guys that get these jacked up rides you know they put diesel in their rides but the thing is the fuel so what kind of fuel would we need if our cars were going to fly probably the same fuel that planes have but then it's highly explosive so there's just a lot of problems with that whole scenario now ideally if everything worked out it would be great I would like to get in my car and be like okay well shoot I'm going to Arkansas for the weekend fly over there do some fishing and land but the thing is drive-through businesses I mean the whole economy is built on cars being on the ground you know I mean you pull up to a McDonald's you get your food and you leave but if you're in the air you're not gonna land at McDonald's and get something to eat no you're gonna want something in the air you're gonna be eating you're gonna be distracted cell signals Wi-Fi I mean it's just a lot of things to consider so like I said basically you would have to level the earth and rebuild it in a new image it's next level stuff it's some sci-fi stuff I guess flying cars is sci-fi so I mean you have to just really look at the picture I mean even if you were to take a small town I mean the people's I mean the people the, the 
the ideology, the schools, the education system, all that stuff would change. I mean, kids would be in the class sitting there, and then a, the teacher's talking, and then a freaking car pulls up to the window of the third, third floor, and it's like, you know, their mom beeping or... I mean, it, it's it's crazy. It's like, I mean, we could just go all over the place with this, but um, I'm going to take a quick break, and I'll be right back. See, one of the, the, main, the main issues or one of the main reasons, like I said, I've already said a lot. I mean, it's just it's too many to count. But another, I'll just say another reason that we don't have flying cars is because where would you set the limit? Where would you set the ceiling? Because, okay, so they'd say, okay, well, you can only fly, what, 500 feet off the ground? or 10,000 feet in the air because the planes fly at 15,000 feet or 20,000 feet. I mean, can you go to space? I mean, basically everybody would be riding around in miniature space shuttles or something like that. I mean, it's just, it's some futuristic stuff. I mean, you'd have cars floating in space or you'd be driving on the road. So if you have people still driving on the road and people flying in cars, so if they have a plane or a car crash, I mean, it would land in the middle of the road. I mean, you'd be dodging and swerving, falling cars. Um, or, you know, kamikaze people just flying into buildings. I mean, in their cars. I mean, it's just, it's insane. It just opens up a whole nother world of possibility, both good and bad. Because think about it. Okay, you have, um, let's just say some bank robbers. So what do they do? They go in, they rob the bank. They come out, they jump in the getaway car. And they peel off. So now if we had flying cars, they would go in, rob a bank, and then freaking blast off into the freaking space or the stratosphere. And then you'd have, like, cops coming behind them in, like, fighter jets blowing them out of the air. I mean, <laughs> it would make for a good movie. But um, there's just too many uh, issues with it. Now, if you've seen the movie um, <clears throat> Terminator... They didn't even have flying, well, no, they did have, they had freaking spaceships. It wasn't even spaceships. I don't even know what you would call those things. But they had these ships, you know, that would patrol and do all this stuff, some alien invasion. I mean, you would need a whole new military. You'd need a whole new defense system. I mean, because, I mean, the planes would have to be modified because you couldn't have a car going as fast as a plane. I mean, fighter jets and it's 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 crazy it would just open up a whole can of worms but I, I guarantee you if we were in flying cars and had things going on like that I mean if aliens are here they would probably come down and say what the heck is going on because this is just getting crazy I mean you wouldn't even be able to tell who's who I mean people could be here people could be there I mean you'd have floating stations in the air Je George Jetson um, I don't know if you remember the Jetsons. It's an old school cartoon. So I guess they were living in the space age. What was it? Meet George Jetson. Da -na -na -na. His boy Elroy. And they had the dog, the talking dog, and the robotic maid. Yeah. it it All those things are good ideas. But it's going to be a long time before we're in the future. So um, don't look for any Terminator type uh, living. Don't look for any George Jetson or any of these Fifth Element or the movie Lucy, 
there's, there's a reason why things are the way they are. I guess it's the, the natural order. It just keeps things in place. Because what would happen to the animals? You know, we have all these animals on the ground. Then you'd have a whole new level of air pollution. Things would die. Things would grow. We'd be exposed to things that we normally aren't or never would be if we didn't have flying cars. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things. I'd be definitely interested to hear your thoughts on how you think the world would change if we had flying cars or why you feel we don't have flying cars. Um, I know they do have those cars um, that travel underwater. I've seen a few videos on the internet. I know you can't believe everything you read on the internet or see on the internet, but they do have a couple of cars that um, double like you drive it into the water and then the wheels turn and then you can travel a little bit you know across the water I think one guy did something with the English channel on a flying car I mean but I mean that's just one guy and the car was probably like half a million dollars so if we did have flying cars how much would they cost I mean a basic car in the states uh, you're talking thirteen thousand to fourteen thousand dollars and that's running on gasoline and everything's already set up for it. So a flying car, you're talking millions probably to even think about making it. Because only the rich people would have it first. So they're flying around. Then people, yeah, it's just a lot of, it's a lot of gray area. It's a lot of gray area. Um, shoot, speaking of tech, I know they have somewhat androids or whatever. I think, um... In Japan, they're uh, they're on the forefront of science. I mean, they're always pushing the limit. They're always coming out with new things. I know they had this um, robotic girl or a hologram or something that's doing shows, and she's got some big fan base. And she's not even she's not even human, and she's like selling out concerts. I mean, it's it's crazy. But thing is, it's way over there. It's not everywhere. Um, you remember they came out with these hybrid cars, these cars that run on gas and electric I mean that was like a trendy thing but I mean it kind of died off because everybody didn't go out there and, and buy these cars and then they only have a few stations where people can charge their car I mean they literally roll up to some type of power outlet or whatever and plug their car in and charge their car it's it's crazy they try to come out with these little smart cars that's a piece of garbage it looks like garbage if you're driving it get out of it get you a real car because it's just garbage I mean if a rock hits it I mean it's gonna knock it off the road it's it's crazy I mean they're, they're coming up with these concept vehicles and all these these concepts but it's just like the world isn't set up for these things to exist I mean the amount of resources I mean it would take to just step into the future now I mentioned the movie fifth element but I'm gonna go back to it because um that, that yeah that did you see how crazy that that scene was I mean the cars were going up you had the the police hovering over people I mean it just takes it all the way to like Judge Dredd you had the aliens the inner interplanetarian or I don't even know what you would call it um because you have international but it was like what interplanetarian solar system I I don't even know I'm not I'm not a scientist I'm not a an astronaut so I don't even know all those terms but I mean yeah it's just like a big mukbang we'll call it a mukbang since I can't uh, <laughs> use other words here on this podcast I don't know who's listening but um yeah it's just a big uh, cluster um, I don't know but it's something to think about you know every now and then we just gotta 
step away from the norm, get a little out there, get a little little crazy, a little abstract, and just talk about some of these weird things. I'm sure you guys have thoughts that are just as crazy. Um, get a chance, hey, send them my way. Let's talk about them. I'm going to take another break. All right, so putting down the space hat for a minute. So as I said, this podcast is for advanced learners of English. So where where are your your pain points at in your English? Are you finding that it's when it's a conversational situation or when it's reading or is it just understanding the culture? Because like I said, this that's one of the things I'm running to running into a lot, you know, in my study of Russian is the culture. It's not enough to just know the words. You have to know the words and then know how the culture uses them to express themselves. It's a whole nother bag. Um, English is one of those flexible languages. I think it's probably one of the easiest languages to use once you have it because you can take one word and it can mean so many things. I mean, I don't know what, what language you speak, but I mean, let's just take the word get, for example. You can say, I'm getting a new car. I'll be getting there in six minutes. I'll, did you get the message? You know, so all these other verbs we have for send, go, do, you know, you can just use get. Um, let, let me just try to see how many different ways I can think of using this word get. So, did you get the message? Yeah, I got the message yesterday when I got back from San Antonio, you know. You could use other verbs for that. Um, another word is um, not even a word. I guess I'm just I'm just grabbing at straws here um, because I, I'm thinking I'm thinking of some of the things that um, me and my friend go through. I know the transitive verbs seem to be a, a trouble point because we have so many different things. Like you could say the word or the verb come, right? You say so come on, come over, come up, come down, come by, come out. And each thing, you know, I guess they have all these idiomatic expressions that go along with it. And it can be confusing for some, but I don't know. Like I said, I'm just trying to find out what your your pain points are with the English language or the, the struggles you're having with it. Or maybe you're not having struggles. Maybe you're just listen, listening to this podcast and just having a good laugh. Who knows? But, um, yeah, it's 2019. Spring is uh, here, well, trying to burrow its way into the year but um we probably got a few more weeks of cold before it just gets hot and the snakes start moving and all that crazy stuff starts happening but um you guys take it easy and i'm out <laughs>